And now, it's Pop Culture Shock with Benjamin and Hollywood. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Pop Culture Shock. I am your host, Benjamin, with my lovely co-host, Hollywood. How are you doing today, Hollywood? Great. It's a wonderful night to watch a movie. Yes, it is. And we are so excited to bring you season two, episode one of Pop Culture Shock. Um, And today we are going to talk about rom-coms, romantic comedies for Valentine's Day. How do you feel about that, Hollywood? Well, I feel in love with a couple of movies that I got to watch again. (laughs) That is true. I mean, these are taking me back. Uh, Some of them I haven't seen in a while. And uh, so we'll get into that. And we have our sizzles and fizzles, uh, things that are we are kind of excited about or that we are not so much excited about. And then we also have our pop five today, which is going to be the best of the rest. Listen, there's so many rom-coms out there and most of them are good. I think uh, Hollywood is going to tell us some uh, that maybe wasn't so good a little later on. But uh, our pop five will be our the best of the rest, some other rom-coms that we also love that we just didn't get time to talk about or even get a chance to re-watch, but uh, we'll discuss that a little bit. So as always, you can catch us on Patreon. Um, you can go to Pop Culture Shock, uh, well, patreon.com slash popcultureshock. It's a dollar to uh, join us and you can uh, be part of the Discord. Uh, $5 gives you the Discord link and a small prize. And a $10 is um, the Discord link plus a bigger prize. So definitely check us out, patreon.com as well. When we come back after this break, we will get into our favorite rom-coms. Be a time traveler. Travel from gravity to a trip to the moon and everywhere in between. Create your own adventure. Reading each movie review, start at the end or at the beginning. From George Millier's classic silent, A Trip to the Moon, will you choose Jason and the Argonauts, Monty Python and the Holy Grail? It's a mad, 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 mad world, blazing saddles. Or will you choose to jump to Avatar, Dances with Wolves, Stagecoach, The Poseidon Adventure? Read about movies. Watch movies. Enjoy your own adventure. 100 plus years of movies. Musings of a Flickster Super Reviewer by Byron Brubaker. On Amazon now. Welcome back to Pop Culture Shock with Benjamin and Hollywood. We are, um, we just got to listen to Byron Brubaker's commercial about his awesome film book that we're going to dive into here real soon. It's kind of a choose your own adventure, uh, but with movies. So definitely check that out on Amazon. So right now, celebrating Valentine's Day, celebrating season two, episode one of Pop Culture Shock with Benjamin and Hollywood. Hollywood. Feeling the love. (laughs) Feeling the love. What is your, let's go with your number three. We'll count down. Oh, okay. So start from the, okay. The bottom of the list instead of the top. Okay. Okay. Hold on my, okay. So I watched three different uh, movies to kind of get ready for this episode to talk about romance comedies. We both have seen so many through our lifetimes and there's a lot that just really stick out, but I wanted to take a look back at a couple that I had seen growing up and um, one that's more recent. So the one that I chose that was more recent, I'll have that. That's number three on my list. And 
That was the lovebirds. What are you doing? I'm calling 911. Please don't do that. We would, we would never hurt anyone. She like trip her to murder or whatever. We didn't murder anybody. Yeah, stop. You stop. Oh my God, the police aren't going to believe us. Eve, do you know how stupid we sound? Citizens arrest. What is that? It's an arrest for the citizens. Can you do that? Can you do that? On the count of three. On the count of three, what? Um, it was on Netflix and it looked like it would be, you know, a funny little adventure to watch. And I really enjoyed it. It was, it's starring, hard to say his name, Kamal Nanjiani. Yes. Hilarious. And Stuber, if you've ever I seen I love him on Stuber too. Yes. yes. And he is, oh, and he's great in the, um, oh, the other comedy show on, uh, um, Silicon Valley. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so funny. Like she is awesome. I've seen her in several things. I really like um, her show. And uh, so the two of them in a romance. It's funny because they're they're in a relationship, and without giving too much away, they're kind of at a point in their relationship where they might be getting close to breaking up, and they're just getting bored with each other, and then something happens that makes them go on this crazy quest of trying to solve a mystery and um, not go down as murderers <laughs> because they're like, you know, they're driving. I think it shows in the trailer, even they're, they're driving yeah. and then some guy gets in their car and, uh, and they think it's a cop driving their car, like chasing somebody, but it's, it ends up being somebody who is um, a villain and they are, you know, they're killing somebody and then they're on the run trying to figure it out. So um, it was just a really enjoyable movie as far as, you know, like a, a good, you know, kind of more of an action than a romance, I would think. Um, they just had like these from one scene to the next, they'd, you know, it, it was fun to watch the characters that seem like they've known each other forever and are just annoyed at each other a lot. So that was fun to watch because the arc of their characters, you know, it's a rom-com. So, you know, in the end, there's gonna, there has to be some kind of happy way to tie it together. And it was very enjoyable. They had really good chemistry together. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was impressed. The, uh, both of them were hilarious. And ladies and gentlemen, if you guys have not seen it yet, it's on Netflix. It's a, it just came out last year. But it's hilarious. I would definitely recommend it. Um, it was one of my bonuses. Uh, if I was going to throw out a bonus one, I was going to encourage mm-hmm. everybody to go check it out. Um, especially the scene where there's uh, a choice made between hot bacon grease getting thrown in your face <laughs> or taking option number two, which is what's behind the door. And so that is just a funny scene. It's a funny moment. Um, that moment uh, also has uh, Anna Camp from uh, the Pitch Perfect movies. Mm-hmm. And so, but hilarious movie. Definitely check it out. I would agree with you. That, that's a really good pick, Hollywood. It's a really good pick. Yeah. And, and it's a good modern rom-com too. So. Exactly, modern. I wanted to like to watch something that kind of takes place now or within you know the last couple of years something that that is different from going back to the typical rom-com that's in my mind from the 90s you know right right. and it was a joy to watch it was like for me and like the point I am in my relationship I mean I'm not obviously not at the part of of wanting to break up or anything but but that 
you can you can get a sense of the oh no we would be terrible if we were trying to be on the amazing race together because of the bickering or the whatever and uh and it's just fun to see how that can kind of play out in a different way and i don't think i don't think there's actually been really a romance quite like that storyline um that i could that i can remember off the top of my my head so i really like that it was very enjoyable so uh out of five stars what would you give it like a three and a half okay yeah okay. i'd probably do about the same three and a half yeah it was enjoyable it wasn't terrible and it wasn't like life-changing for me it was i mean honestly you reminded me of a scene that like i remember laughing at but i can't remember that much about it other than like there were you know the, the couple of things that i don't want to really give away spoilers but it's you know, cause they end up in a, in a, in a place where the, uh, all the people have masks on and there's group, <laughs> group sexy time, I guess. Right. And, right. And it's like, where did this go? You know, and there's like some really funny things that happened, but overall not, you know, not going to remember, remember it really in the long haul. Like I do with some of the mo- other films that I've seen. Yes. I would agree with you. I give it a three and a half stars. I, I do encourage people to go and check it out at least once. Cause it is, it is funny and um, yes. we could all use a little bit of humor nowadays. So absolutely. Oh, and I have to just say it was also great to just watch two people of color as well. And just getting a sense of, because so many rom-coms are always white people all the time so it was enjoyable to see you know two people of color that were um just getting to be themselves in their characters too and and really enjoying it so yeah i like that all right so for my number three i'm gonna go back to 1998 um uh the wedding singer uh is my number three i love it adam sandler yes Drew Barrymore, Christine Taylor, the uh, the bride of Ben Stiller there. So what are you saying? What I'm saying is all I really want is someone to hold me and tell me that everything is going to be all right. If you found someone you can love, you can't let her get away. You're right, man. Thank you, Sam. Don't tell anyone what I said. Um... I absolutely love it. I mean, it's all 80s. It's all set in the 80s. So that always takes me back to nostalgia a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore have amazing chemistry. And this is the first... This is the first one that they were in together. They've they've now done at least three together. But this was the first one. Um, I think this is actually... I mean... Adam Sandler is kind of one of those you take him or leave him. Um, some yeah. people like him, some people don't. Love him or hate him. Similar yes. to Jimmy, Jim Carrey. Like, it's yeah. that, that comedy, like, either you like his comedy or you don't. And, and Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell is <laughs> another one. Yes. Um, but I think this is actually one of Adam Sandler's best movies. Like, I, I would say it's one of his most memorable for sure. Yes. And. I think that you're, yeah, you're really onto something with the, about their chemistry too, because I hadn't remembered that until you're like reminding me, but right. like, yeah, they did do three movies together. Like, they did. At least. Yeah. Cause I remember 51st dates and yeah. What they- was, yeah. And then the third one, I think that one was called Blended. Where, where she had her own family and he had his mm-hmm. own family and they met at a hotel or a resort or something. Um, I love the soundtrack. Obviously, it's all 80s songs, but I love Adam Sandler's song, I, I Want to Grow Old With You. Um, oh, that was the sweet song. But the other yes. song where he's like, 
Um, oh, the angry song. How does it go? <laughs> oh, somebody kill me, please. Somebody yes. kill me, please. <laughs> but I gotta get my head. Yes. yes. I, uh, I mean. <laughs> I want to die. Yes. You never forget that. <laughs> oh, my word. And even like he. I love how he puts all of his friends in his movies. He does that. He's mm-hmm. always done that. Um, so you don't even know who half these people are, like their names, but you recognize them because they're in yes. a lot of his movies. And I love that. Now, John Lovitz has a small little cameo as, as a um, uh, another wedding singer, like a rival. Um, and then I oh. love... Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say the little old lady when she's singing. The yes. Yes. <laughs> the, um, the, the grandma's uh, grandma. rapper. Oh my word. She's so funny. Um, and then the whole, <clears throat> um, she was going to be, she was going to marry someone uh, and his last name is Gulia and her name is Julia. And so she would have been Julia Gulia. And so, which is just hilarious and uh but then um she changes it to robbie hart that's his last name so julia hart but um if you haven't seen the wedding singer uh definitely check it out i give it i give it four stars it's a, it's a, it's a nice trip back to the 80s i love this music i love drew and adam together mm-hmm. um i love the 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 character of the boy george um, yes. you know that's part of his wedding band um, what wedding <laughs> <laughs> and then you get Billy Idol you get Billy yeah. Idol in there as well there was um, so much fun to that movie yeah so I give it four stars what about you Hollywood I give it four as well I, I really do okay. like that movie and now I'm really sad that, that I didn't choose that as one of my films to go back and watch because <laughs> now I need to go back and watch it <laughs> Because I was always a fan of Drew Barrymore. Like I, I, any of her films, I would just eat up. Like I couldn't wait for her films to come out. Um, yeah, she's yeah, so great. Yeah, I, and this is one of her best films also. I agree. As, as far as a rom-com, this is definitely one of her best films. Right, I totally agree. All right, what's your number two then? My number two is... Of course, Julia Roberts, because from my my time, you know, all through the 90s, you know, that's when I came of age. That's when, you know, going from high school to college and Julia Roberts was like one of the, you know, rom-com stars, one of America's. Correct. Correct. So um, and the other American sweethearts were um, well, that would be in my top one. So I'll skip that from that. But Anyways, talking about sweethearts, moving back to my best friend's wedding. Got a minute? What's up? Well, I've said this quick, or I'm just going to have this massive coronary, and then you'll never hear it, and you have to. This is by far the dumbest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Uh... So dumb, in fact, uh, that I can't. Oh, but I'm gonna. Sure. Michael, I love you. 
I've loved you for nine years. I've just been too arrogant and scared to realize it. And, well, now I'm just scared. So I, I, I realize this comes at a very inopportune time, but I really have this gigantic favor to ask of you. Choose me. Marry me. Let me make you happy. Not awesome. I love it. This film was, for some reason, I just, I, I, she, I just really connect to Julia Roberts' character in this movie for some reason. I love that, like, she had her male best friend that she, Rupert Everett. Uh, yeah, that she has. Well, he's he's the the gay best friend. Rupert yeah, he's Everett, the gay best friend. But yeah. she had a best friend before him that was Dermot M- Mulroney. Mulroney. Yes. And um and then she finds out that he's going to be getting married and he's engaged to Cameron Diaz who yeah. is a hoot in this role like she, she is, is hilarious so over the top it's so great um for for that role and it's just going back in like when i saw this as like a teenager it it was kind of one way like oh i really really like i really want julia roberts to get him you know but like watching it again like on my end i'm like cameron diaz isn't that bad she's actually really sweet right she didn't do nothing wrong she didn't do anything wrong that poor cameron diaz i'm like as an adult watching it again i'm kind of like it's it's actually really funny to to see how julia roberts did all of these things that were you know kind of backstabbing his her friends right and just tried to win him and you know because she thinks she's in love with him but she wasn't you know kind of and um and and the whole it's kind of funny that like this rom-com I guess I guess the reason why it sticks with me is that she did all of this in an effort of her romance and her romantic thoughts or you know thinking that she was in love with him and at the end of the movie she does not end up with him like at the end I I spoiled it for anyone who hasn't seen it but um (laughs) you know Dermot Dermot is that how you say his name Mulroney, Dermot. Mulroney, yes. Mulroney, Dermot. <laughs> We're butchering his name. <laughs> I butcher everybody's name. This is terrible. Um, but for him to go off and you know be with the person that he intended to marry in the first place. Um, so, um, but it was still a really sweet ending because she still had her gay best friend. <laughs> it true. Was always there for her, whether she was married to him or not. Like I, I, I don't know. I just. I really enjoy that storyline that you don't see very often. So one of the best moments is when Cameron Diaz has to go up and sing karaoke. <laughs> karaoke and just butchers oh, it. Just butchers it. Funny, <sighs> so funny. Yeah, and speaking of music, and then Rupert Everett also like has a whole musical moment where he's singing the Dion Warwick song. Yep. And- Say a little prayer for you. <laughs> the moment I wake. <laughs> love it i love it um what so how many stars do you give that one then how many stars uh, i give that a four i give that a four as well i would agree with you on that uh it, um you guys if you haven't seen any of these movies um we're not trying to spoil them for you but we're just encouraging you to go out and watch them a lot of these are probably from the 90s like uh hollywood said earlier but mm-hmm. my best friend's wedding i think that might have been one of the first movies that my wife and I went and saw at the movie theaters when we were dating. Yeah. Uh, so that one, I, I absolutely love that one. Um, I'm a huge fan of Julia Roberts as well, but 
uh, I'll get back to her in a little bit. Um, <laughs> is there anything else on my best friend's wedding? No, just that okay. it's enjoyable, refreshing, entertaining, and it's a really sweet movie, I think. So. It is. It is. I, I love it. I, man, I'm liking your pick so far. Not too bad. <laughs> so my number two, I'm going to go a little more recent. Uh, I'm going to go with the amazing chemistry of Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams in Game Night. <laughs> I absolutely love that. This movie came out in 2018. I like um, that movie too. It also has Kyle Chandler from like um, Friday Night Lights and it has uh, Dexter's MC Hall or Michael C. Hall. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Lamorne Morris from New Girl, who's Winston. I love uh, New Girls and I love Lamorne Morris as well. But Game Nights, uh, you know, basically a group of friends who meet regularly for game nights find themselves entangled in a real life mystery this movie is hilarious if you have not seen it they have such good chemistry there's one scene where um you know obviously their their love for game nights turns into a big huge like (laughs) mystery race around town type thing um but something happens to jason bateman and he needs stitches and rachel mcadams goes into the store and gets some stuff and comes out and she's trying to sew up his uh his stitches this is fun huh are you having fun no let's get the bullet okay let's get in there and get it nice and small nice and small baby that's not small that's really big so big Way too big, baby. It's a bullet, not a grapefruit. Sorry, this is my first time. I don't know. Oh, there's so much blood. (laughs) No, no. Don't you start doing that. No, you're going to make... Stop it. Well, don't look at me. I won't look at it. I I like Rachel McAdams. I think she she does a really good job. Jason Bateman has been around forever, and I just absolutely love him. I can't believe I remember watching him as like a child actor, like in Silver Spoons back in the day, and then even like Valerie's family or Hogan's family. Um, And so he, him, and we discussed Drew Barrymore earlier. I mean, Mm -hmm. between those two, those are two of the most successful child stars to adult star actors. You know what I mean? Yes. That, That you didn't really, I don't remember hearing that much trouble that Jason Bateman got into or that much trouble that Drew Barrymore got into. Um, and and they might've, you know, everybody yeah. does. Well, but Drew did have her moments. She did have her moments, yeah. but, but, but overall they've there, they have gone into adulthood and still yeah. have these careers where they're performing and it's amazing. Really so amazing. Um, so that's, yeah. So I absolutely love game night. I love, I love everybody that's in it. I think everybody is hilarious. Um, the whole adventure that they go on. Yeah. Now that was more of an ensemble type of yeah. movie as well. And it was kind of X-rated. <laughs> but uh, there were there were some funny things that happened that were a little more risque. <laughs> right, right. Um, with the references and things that happened a bit. But it was so funny. <laughs> it was so funny. Um I give it four stars. I, if you haven't seen Game Night because it just came out a couple years ago, 
Uh, I would highly encourage anybody, especially if you're a board game lover, if you're if you love uh, romantic comedies or even action comedies. Yeah, and it's even a crime comedy a little bit too, like a little bit of a thriller. It it definitely kept you on your toes of like, what is happening or like, what's happening next? Um, You you definitely got twisted up a little bit in there, which made it more than just one genre of of a film, which, you know, makes it more enjoyable when it crosses over and it's not just a comedy or it's not just a boring romance. It's right you know, a mix of the mystery and the crime kind of solving, you know, and the game night stuff and being silly. And so, yeah, I really enjoyed it. So I would give it, um, gosh, I'm torn between a three and a half and a four. I'm giving it a four, four stars. I will give it a four only because it is more recent. And I think it's harder to find good rom-coms nowadays true like like there's not there's not as many rom-coms coming out like i feel like you know what i mean right right and we need so, more of that we need more we do some, need more um and not to be confused with more love <laughs> not to be confused with date nights date which night is, which is <laughs> another really one good. that i just watched in in research <laughs> for this but did not make my list but tina fey steve carell mark mm-hmm. Wahlberg. i mean had like a ton of people in it um mm-hmm. And that movie is hilarious and all the hijinks and they're just a couple trying to have a nice uh, date night out w- away from their kids. And then they get into a whole bunch of trouble. And and that movie is hilarious too. But game night, I forgot date night, about that one though. Both of them are That's hilarious. Kind of funny is that like you mention it and I'm like, oh yeah, I did see that movie. Yeah. But did I think of it when I thought of rom-coms? <laughs> I don't know why it wasn't more memorable to me. Right. Well, we just yeah. watched it the other day, and that's why I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh my goodness, I forgot how good this movie was." It's hilarious, <laughs> and I love Steve Carell and Tina Fey. So, um, all right. So, what's your number one then? Do we get a drum roll? Drum roll, please. <laughs> so it's it's a mix of not just this film, but the duo of actors in this film, and kind of their overall all of their films together, but I think this is my favorite of them. Um, And that is Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. They they were these America sweethearts of rom-coms. And and the film I chose was You've Got Mail. I've been thinking about you. Last night I went to meet you and you weren't there. I wish I knew why. I felt so foolish. And as I waited, someone else showed up, a man who has made my professional life a misery. And an amazing thing happened. I I was able, for the first time in my life, to say the exact thing I wanted to say at the exact moment I wanted to say it. And of course, afterwards, I felt terrible, just as you said I would. I was cruel, and I'm never cruel. And even though I can hardly believe what I said mattered to this, to him I am just a bug to be crushed. But what if it did? No matter what he's done to me, there is no excuse for my behavior. Anyway, I so wanted to talk to you. I hope you have a good reason for not being there last night. You don't seem like the kind of person that would do something like that. The odd thing about this form of communication is that you're more likely to talk about nothing than something. But I just want to say that all this nothing has meant more to me than so many somethings. 
So thanks. Nice. It nice. was so fun to go back and watch You've Got Mail. I am so nostalgic for that time in my life because that was the year that I was graduating high school when that came out in 1998. <laughs> it was showing my age. Nice. Um, but just... <laughs> The sounds of the You've Got Mail, the, the the visuals of what the computers looked like and their phones and the the ways that people interacted differently back then, yeah. you know, actually handwriting things and her, um, you know, Meg Ryan's boyfriend that she leaves for Tom Hanks eventually, um, like he's still obsessed alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Um, but he's still obsessed with he's a writer, he's still obsessed with his typewriter, and he's all like, computers are bad <laughs> and everything. And like, and she's like secretly on the computer talking to her, you know, this person that that she's been chatting with, who ends up turning out to be um Tom Hanks. Her rival. And her rival, who yes. who is, you know, the the big big box. A bookstore coming into town down the street um and they i i love that they've had they have this i hate that person sort of attraction right that she can't stand him once she knows who he actually is but she's still talking on the internet to this person and she doesn't realize that it's him but then he realizes sooner and so then he starts to to, to you know to to treat her differently and see if she can see him differently in order to you know to really make their romance come alive and it's just it was so sweet it really makes you like remember the days of how sweet movies were I don't know if that makes sense but right you right. know like kind of like the formula it's very formulaic for romance yes it's very formulaic for um you know the structure of you know it's a nora efron film so right she, you know so many of hers her films were they were beautiful and and very enjoyable sweet films and i loved nora efron on like several of her films um you know it so it's <laughs> It's, it's one of those love-hate relationships, kind of like a Sam and Diane from like Tears, uh, where they yes. just hated each other and they would smack each other in the face and the next thing they, <laughs> you know, they were kissing. But um, yeah. that was that was actually the third film that Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan did together as well. Mm -hmm. they, they already did Joe versus the Volcano and then and they Sleepless did Sleepless in, in Seattle. Seattle. Which is another one I love. Yes, and amazing. I started to look that one up too to rewatch again, but I couldn't find it anywhere. So Sleepless oh. in Seattle is not as easy to find as you've got mail right now. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, you know, Tom Hanks is still huge, but Meg yeah. Ryan, Meg Ryan used to be so cute. And so she was like, so sweet and adorable. Like between these films and then sweet. when Harry met Sally yes. and, um, and then it's just kind of like, what happened to you, Meg Ryan? You know, you just yeah. kind of, well, but it's called age and Hollywood is ageist and sexist. And I'm going to put that out there that but she does like, look majorly different too. Like she's gotten some she does, facial work yeah. and yeah. she does look a little different now. I, I see like pictures of her now and you know, but she doesn't look bad. It's just a thing about Hollywood. Not, you know, 
I know it's too hiring bad. people after, you know, you're not a, <laughs> you're not the romantic ingenue anymore. You're not, you know, the 20 something. So there's no role. Or you're not anymore. like, you're not, I guess, established like Diane Keaton or, mm-hmm. you know, or Meryl Streep or whatever, but I don't know. She, you know, she had that for, for, from the eighties into the, till, till the, you know, late nineties, she had a good string of hits and then and there's goodbye Meg Ryan, but yeah, yeah, I would almost say Meg Ryan was like America's sweetheart, you know, before, you know, from when Harry met Sally, you know, yes. probably before everybody else. So before, yes. So what yes. do you rank it? I give it a five. Yeah. Five stars. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I'm going to give it a four star because I haven't seen it in a while. I, I do want to uh, revisit it. Um, if it was sleepless in Seattle, I might've given that the five and you've got mail the four, if that makes sense. I do love the yeah. love hate relationship between the both of them. Uh, and then how it all ends. Um, mm-hmm. it's good too. So, but yeah, so that's a five star for you. So that's awesome. That was a five star. And I, I actually would also put when Harry met Sally at five stars too, even though I didn't go back and watch it for this episode, but just as a quick mention, I mean, you can't not like when Mar- when Harry met Sally. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, okay. So that was your number one. And I'm going to mm-hmm. see your uh, You've Got Mail. And I'm going to raise you from 1999. <laughs> I'm going back to Julia Roberts. And we're going to join her and Hugh Grant in Notting Hill. I live in Notting Hill. You live in... Beverly Hills. Everyone in the world knows who you are. My mother has trouble remembering my name. Fine. Fine. Good decision. Good decision. The fame thing isn't really real, you know. And don't forget, I'm also just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her. I absolutely love Notting Hill. That's a good one. That's definitely where my crush started (laughs) with Hugh Grant. Oh my goodness. Yes. Um, And then even... Uh, it even co-stars Reese Ifans. Wetted that out, but that's his. Um, that's his flatmate, as he calls him, named named Spike. Yes. But basically, if you haven't seen it, it's the life of a simple bookstore owner changes when he meets the most famous film star in the world. I absolutely love the soundtrack. You have Bill Withers, Ain't No Sunshine. You have Elvis Costello with She. Yeah. You have, you have um, When You Say Nothing At All by Ronan Keating. And then uh, No Matter What by Boyzone, which was like a, a um, not so popular boy band back in the 90s. But that No Matter What song is actually a meatloaf cover. I didn't even know that. <laughs> but that, you know, no matter what they tell you. Yeah. No matter what they say. That's a meatloaf song. I had no idea about that. But <laughs> I absolutely love the soundtrack. I think um, Julia Roberts and Hugh Grant, amazing chemistry together. They're, they're so cute. I do remember that being so cute. Like the meat cute of them. Yes. Meeting, the chance encounter, all that. Like that definitely was like such a, a pivotal kind of thing like moment to see like in a rom and like there's so many rom-coms with a good meet cute or whatever but like I remember that just being like so adorable and like just yeah. loving loving it loving love, love loving it <laughs> like he had this little like travel 
bookstore in like in London or whatever. And she just happens to come in and look at a book and they talk for a little bit and then she leaves and he goes to get some orange juice around the corner and he ends up spilling it all over her as he runs into her. And yeah, but uh, I, I just absolutely love that film. I recommend anybody to check it out if you haven't. Notting Hill. Uh, I give that a five stars. I'm a big Julia Roberts fan, um, especially back then. And you just add Hugh Grant and it's just so adorable. And when it comes to rom-coms, okay, the, the elephant in the room is the fact that most, like 90% of rom-coms are cheesy. Like, right. like Hallmark movies, like it's already a given that you're going to kind of just jump into a world that's, you know, kind of sugary sweet or whatever. Like, but when you take that away, it's still a really good movie, you it know, is. like it's a really enjoyable entertainment, you know, like, cause anything can get a little cheesy here and there with the, the ways that, you know, the, the story comes together and the way it's written and things, but it really you don't was. think that you don't think that they're going to end up together at the end because like i said mm-hmm. he just owns a little bookstore and she's like mm-hmm. the world's most famous actress famous yeah you know so and the funny thing was is they even made i think it only had like one season but they made a tv show called i'm with her that was kind of almost based on this where it was like a mm-hmm. school the guy was like a school teacher or something like that and then he ends up um falling in love with this act, a world famous actress. And it was actually a pretty decent show, but it was only on for one season. But I give that a five stars. I absolutely love Notting Hill. I love the soundtrack, the music. I love everything. I love his flatmate. His flatmate Spike is just hilarious. And very- I can't score it because it's been a long time since I've seen Notting Hill. So I'm not going to okay. give it a score because that wouldn't okay. be fair probably. Well, that's your homework. You got to go do, uh, you got to go see Notting Hill, uh, Hollywood. All right, so that is our top sure. top three. So Hollywood, you had the Lovebirds, and you had uh, you've got mail, and then oh, my best friend's wedding. <laughs> my best friend's wedding. Right. I'm like, I don't have that up in front of me again. I'm sorry. And, <laughs> and then so I had Notting Hill, Game Night, and The Wedding Singer. So if you guys have not seen any of those uh, six movies, I highly encourage you to go check those out. Um, okay, so right now. We're gonna go really into- good for a date night. By yes, the way. Sorry. yes, for Valentine's coming up. There you go. Yeah, yes. Uh, so right now we'll go into our pop five. Now, normally we talk about like our uh, our uh, favorite five things in current events, or um, this. You know, for this show, we're gonna do we're gonna stick with the rom coms. These are kind of like our five best of the rest. So it's so hard. I mean, there's like hundreds of rom coms out there, and there's there's some bad ones and some cheesy ones, and we might so talk many. about that. Talk about that here in a little bit. But these are kind of like the best of the rest. You know, the other, the last five that we wanted to put on the list but just didn't make it. So, uh, what's your number five? Okay, well, this is one that we've talked about a long time ago in, the, in our first season with the podcast, and um, because we did a Johnny Depp thing, and yes. when I think of romance, and I think of. <laughs> <laughs> of movies of few characters that I love and that have a little romantic interest. I have to say Benny and June. Um, so that's at the bottom of my list. Cause I, I don't really, it's a romance movie, but it's not necessarily a rom-com because okay. it's a little more serious. Um, but I'm definitely having that on my list because 
I love Benny and June. I, and yeah, you know what? You got me to love that movie as well. And so I do, love, I do love Benny and June. Um, okay, so since you cheated a little bit, I'm going to cheat <laughs> as well. And this isn't strictly a rom-com. It's kind of an action rom-com. But I'm going to go with Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Brad Pitt and Angelina uh-huh. Jolie. Mm. <clears throat> Two beautiful people. I love their chemistry together in that movie. Um, you know, I don't like how it kind of ruined Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston's uh, love life there. But um, I love the chemistry. I love um, just all the action. And, and it, that's just one of my favorite movies of all time is Mr. and Mrs. Smith. They, they just look like they're having so much fun. And it was, yeah. I mean, the, the two of them together, it's, it's already like star studded and like you want to see these two people together. And, you know, so, right. um, but it was really fun. Yeah. It's a fun ride. Okay. Number so four? number four for me. There's a lot of people who probably think this is a silly, stupid movie, and I just love it, and I can't help it because I really relate to the main character, and it's never been kissed. (laughs) I was kind of a nerd in high school. I never felt popular, or I never felt like I was ever going to be cool in my life, and I really enjoy Never Been Kissed, which is Drew Barrymore. She goes, she's a writer and she goes back to high school pretending to be a teenager and trying to like write a article about what it's like to be a teenager. And um, it was, it was just, it's a really sweet movie. I She's good in that one. She's terrible good in that. that like, the teacher (laughs) like like when you when you like actually dig into it and you go oh my gosh this is kind of I want to cringe because you know like the the teacher ends up you know having a a crush on her and she ends up with the teacher spoiler alert (laughs) she wasn't a high school she was not actually a high school student she was actually an adult so it was okay posing (laughs) as a high schooler like she was like a journalist yeah she was was a journalist so so it wasn't like you gotta give the people the truth hollywood (laughs) she was not an actual teenager so (laughs) right she was posing she's pretending pretending (laughs) so that makes it seem okay um yeah yeah, and i think the teacher was uh michael vartan Um, yes michael vartan and um yeah that's another good one from drew she had she had uh a string there of yeah a really sweet yeah, where yeah. she almost became like America's sweetheart, you know, she mm-hmm. had a string of hits, um, rom coms and cute little films, uh, right there in a row as well. So, yeah, and um, that was like Michael Vartan was like really like hot during that time too, because that was, I think, it, I think that movie came out before Alias got yeah, started, but like so. once he was a spy on Alias, then that like cemented like how hot he was in my life. Right. <laughs> so that's and, another thing about like, I'll go back and watch ooh, Drew Barrymore <laughs> ending up with this hot teacher guy. <laughs> and the funny thing was, is uh, David Arquette is her brother. It's her brother. And he decides he wants to go back to school. Yeah, and he can pretend like, cool. so he could be cool and stuff. And so he's hilarious in that film too. Um, hey, I like that. That's a good choice. I like that mm-hmm. one. Um, so my number four, um, I'm going to go back to one of my faves, Julia Roberts, Richard Gere, Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. This is kind of what, you know, Iconic. I mean, 
started it for Julia Roberts. I know Mystic Pizza and Steel Magnolias, but Pretty Woman is what put her on the map. And uh, and I you know and I love that soundtrack too. I love the rock set. You know, must have been love song. And but um, yeah, just just amazing. I, I love Pretty Woman. I, that's another one of those I can just kind of rewatch anytime. So. Which is funny to look back like on so many of these films in looking back in the 90s and how different it was as far as, you know, the feminization, you know, um, just the kind of the glorification of the fact that she's a working girl, right. <laughs> you know, it's like kind lady of, of the streets, <laughs> she's a lady of the streets. Yeah. Right, and, right. and just kind of the it's it's funny how things have changed nowadays where conversations are a lot different around that topic and um and the romance that you know that evolved in that story is uh, obviously pretty iconic as far as like movies go as far as knowing a lot of rom-coms and that would definitely be up there with you know of course you want the the rich handsome richard gear to fall in love with the right, <laughs> prostitute right. that that like just trying to make her life better <laughs> you know right all right so um, what's your uh number three my number three is love actually technically nice. i don't know if it's a rom-com there are funny moments in that movie but it's also dramatic uh um, put it as a rom-com okay love actually Love actually, and some people call it a Christmas movie too, because it does happen around Christmas. I loved this movie. I saw it when with my husband when we were dating. We were still dating at that time. And it was just a really great romance to watch and like just connect to the different characters. Now, every time I see this film, since there's so many different storylines, I connect to different storylines each time I watch it. I'm like, you know, if there was more of like the the death of the family the one guy who lost his wife or you know the 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 characters that are having um you know the 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 guy cheating on on the the one woman or even just the new romances the new the buds of you know the creative guy trying to write his book and meeting a new person in another language it, there's just so many types of love in this film and even the little kid with the girl that he has a crush on like it's just so sappy sweet and over the top i know like some people absolutely hate this film and I can understand the reasons why they say that they don't like it. Um, but I, I still just really enjoy it. I, I, it just warms my heart and it makes me happy to watch it. So love actually. As long as I have known you, you have always loved that movie. That, yep. that <laughs> movie is like probably on your top 10. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is. Time. I've always heard, and I've still have never seen it. I, I, I always... <laughs> It was one to see it, maybe around Christmas time or whatever, and then I, I still have never seen it. I know it has a lot of stars mm-hmm. in it, a lot of people that I like. Um, it's oh my it's, gosh, if you haven't seen it, you gotta see it. I gotta see it. I gotta see it. Um, and then even to see like Andrew Lincoln, who I'm a big Walking Dead fan, to see him in uh, Love Actually uh, as a whole different, obviously, character <laughs> than Rick Grimes. Um, but uh, I do, I gotta, I gotta promise you, I do gotta, I, I have to watch Love Actually. Watch um, that with your wife for Valentine's Day. 
Well, maybe we will. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So my number three, I'm going to go way back. We're going to take a go on Little Fantasy back in the 80s. And it's The Princess Bride. Oh, of course. With Carrie Elways and Robin Wright and yes. even like Andre the Giant and um, so many, uh, so many stars. Christopher Guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I absolutely love this movie. Um, quotes, inconceivable, and as you wish. Inconceivable. Um, as you wish. <laughs> uh, we even just got the brand new board game that came out, the Princess Bride board game. So. Oh my gosh, I follow Mandy Patinkin and he is amazing on social oh, yeah? media. Yeah. And you know, he's the character that had the Indigo um, Montoya. Montoya. Right. <laughs> you it's, killed my father, prepare to die. <laughs> I mean, it's classic. It's classic so 80s. Classic. It's it's very iconic. Um if you have not seen Princess Bride, shame on you. Please go out and see it. Oh yeah, Fred Savage, Peter Falk as well. Um I can't say enough about it. That's it's it's it should be my number one, but it's my number three, <laughs> Princess Bride. Um, what's your number two then? Number two is a film that we did already mention, so it'll just be a short mention here, but you cannot have a list of rom-coms without mentioning When Harry Met Sally. Yes, so, yes. a few times, it's one of my husband's favorite rom-coms. It is, you know, Billy Crystal with Meg Ryan and, you know, a story of can you be friends without being lovers you know can you can you can you do this and it was it's so entertaining it's really a sweet film and I think it has more heart in this film than a lot can get to a point of because like it just has they have a great chemistry they have a good connection but the way it was written as well has just gotten that sort of more solid foundation in the storyline and maybe it's because the storyline you know is revolved around friendship first and a lot of rom-coms don't have people as friends they just join into a romantic relationship you know so um i just it's rob reiner it you know he he just he did an amazing job with that film so it has to be on a list of you know oh yeah oh yeah Oh, When Harry Met Sally is another classic 80s uh, film. If you have not seen that as well, definitely go check that out. Um, that's one I just watched recently too, I think around Christmas time. Um, uh-huh. And so- Of course it has that famous scene too of I'll have oh, what of, she's having. Yes, at the diner. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah, absolutely love that pick. Good pick. Um, I didn't even think of that one. So that's just so funny. Um, but that needs to be on all- all the list, yes. Um, so my number two, um, I know you don't really care for him all that much, but I do like Vince Vaughn. I like some of his humor. Um, but when you pair him with um, another one of America's sweethearts, Jennifer Aniston, um, the breakup. And it, I know oh, yeah. it sounds funny because, you know, you're, you're talking romantic comedies and you're talking about the breakup, but it's actually really funny um they have good chemistry together uh jason bateman's in that one as well um i I just love i love their dynamic and how they're they love each other they hate each other they're they're fighting um (laughs) so the breakup is my number two i I love that every time that comes on i'm 
we're always uh, checking that out. And that's one of my wife's uh, favorite ones as well. So that's funny. I've just never been a big fan of Vince Vaughn. I wish I was because, yeah, I've seen that film. I thought it was okay. But... <laughs> He's another one of those you you take them. Yeah, you take them or leave them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely can can see that. Sense that. All right. Okay, you want to hear my top one? Number which, one. What's your number one? Which technically would be your number four. <laughs> Either way, yeah. The, it's the one the that just didn't of, make your list. Yeah. It just didn't make my list. But I could probably recite most of the film anyways because I love it so much and I've seen it so many times. And that movie is called 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh my word, that is so amazing. <laughs> Julia Stiles. Oh, Keith, Keith Ledger. Ledger. Oh, I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> It's, it, you know, it's basically a retelling of The Taming of the Shrew, which was, you know, a Shakespeare, um, right. but, you know, put into a high school with 90s teenagers. And it, I, it was just brilliant, I thought, as far as um, rom-coms go and as far as teen rom-coms, you know, it was just a really well done movie. And I think it kind of stands the test of time i haven't seen it this year but i think i watched it about a year ago with my niece and she's a teenager and she loved it too like it like even with the styles of the you know their clothes or whatever you know how those go in and out within but but like just the way the teenagers are talking to each other and the way they're you know having these different um rivalries and and everything it you know, it really is just like Shakespeare's time, you know, yep. to making it into teenagers. Then like, like the story is what it is, you know, the sisters are, you know, kind of competing on their level. And then the boys that are in love with the girls that they think that they're in love with. And it's just so enjoyable. And I just love it. So love 10 it. things I hate about you is the top of my, my, you know, pop top five, five pop five list. Yep. <laughs> Um, I think it's actually on Hulu and Disney Plus right now, which is funny to say Disney Plus, but yeah, it is awesome. on Disney Plus right now. So I, uh, 10 things I hate about you. I think at that time, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was coming off of, um, Third Rock yeah, from the Sun. Yeah, Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah. And but he was Julia, still kind of a pipsqueak kind of character. Yeah. <laughs> but Julia Stiles and Heath Ledger, like this is almost kind of what, what brought them, them to, famous. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah oh i love that pick i absolutely love that film um I that's another film yes that's another one that i think my wife and i saw when we were first dating um because mm-hmm. it came out in what in 99 19, 1999 okay so that's right when we were dating uh yes yeah. 10 things i hate about you i love it um so my number one pick <clears throat> is the holiday that we just kind of celebrated ish a little bit ago and we're talking groundhog day with bill murray and andy mcdowell chris elliott oh andy mcdowell i forget about her sometimes yes he was four weddings and a funeral Mm -hmm. um but uh groundhog day i absolutely love that film i love i love the whole I love anything that's kind of time travel-ish. I love Back mm-hmm. to the Future, Back to the Future films, Quantum Leap, um, 
Groundhog Day kind of has that, where he kind of wakes up in the same, you know, same uh, day over and over again. Over and, and over, try to make a change. It's kind of sci-fi-ish in, yeah. in a way, but also hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. And all the things, he doesn't want to be stuck in the same day, and he ends up trying to kill himself like a hundred different ways. And But it, every, each time he wakes up to the same old song on the same old clock, <laughs> um, you know, rise and shine. It's Groundhog Day, and uh, each time he's just trying to learn more and more about uh, Andy McDowell's character because he's falling in love with her. And so, um, I, 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 I think it's just very creative. Uh, they just made a Broadway musical about it now, so there's Groundhog oh, really? Day. I did not know that. Yes. Um, so. That's my number one. Uh, I enjoy seeing that uh, around this time when it's snowing out in winter, and I I, I just <laughs> and love, literally uh, Groundhog's Day. <laughs> yes, I just love uh, Groundhog Day. So, although for the year twenty twenty, it felt like Groundhog Day all year. <laughs> all year, yes, it really did feel <laughs> like it was just never ending. All right, so that was our pop fives, our best of the rest of the rom-coms. Um, so now we'll go into our sizzles and fizzles. Uh, this could be anything um, that uh, that you were excited about, something, some stuff that you kind of were like, eh, we could do without. So um, Holly, what do you want to do first? You want to do sizzles or you want to do fizzles? Um, let's do sizzles. Yeah, sizzles? go for sizzles. Yeah. Okay. All right. What do you got so far? What do you got? Okay. So we're talking romance, right? And so many romance movies, uh, with the exception of what Nora Ephron was a, was a writer of films from a female perspective. Um, But so many of the rom-coms that we have seen in most of our lifetime have been from the male gaze where it's, um, you usually see, uh, for example, the woman taking her shirt off first before the man, <laughs> or, um, or there's always like more sexier shots of the woman versus the guy is just like there and whatever. So anyways, all of that to say, I am in love with the show Outlander. It is on Netflix. You can find it on Netflix. It was also, um, I believe on stars originally. So you can find it, um, you know, with your cable subscribers or whatever, I believe you can still kind of find it within your, um, streaming and stuff, but it is like the best of both worlds for me when it comes to those people who like something that's similar to a uh, game of Thrones or those epic sort of storytelling, um, like big sweeping period dramas and everything. Um, but the outlander series was completely made from the female gaze. So it's for women to enjoy. And it's still, it's time travel. It is, um, I love it already. Time travel. See, you got me. (laughs) Yeah. It's time travel. It's like during like the Scottish, you know, like some of the wars way back, um, in the 18, 1700s, I think. Um, I don't know exactly the specifics of it, but it's just so enjoyable. And the, where it gets to, um, conversations around consent and, um, and just relationships in general, like it's, 
a different, it's a breath of fresh air, the way that the romance is handled in Outlander. And so I just, I, I totally tell people that I have just been watching that and I like to rewatch, even go back and watch it because, um, I think it's on season five, six season. Okay. Season it has six seasons now and, um, I'm waiting for season six. I just love it. And I, I think that it's the height of romance that, that women should enjoy. Well, I will. And for men too. (laughs) (laughs) I will be honest with you. I have never seen Outlander and I've always, um, I've always wanted to, I wanted to get into it. We're always looking for some new shows to check out, but then that's always like, then we find too many good shows. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we keep pushing Outlander down because uh, that was one of the ones that we want to check out. Yeah, no, but it's great. You see that, okay, like for the ladies, it's so funny to me, like to be like, oh my gosh, the man got naked first. <laughs> like <laughs> that, that was like, you'd never see that though. In romance, like right, films right. and stuff, it's always the like, the guy's taking the girl's clothes off and it's always like about the guy and seeing a, a, a sexy woman or whatever, you know, it's never been in like, this kind of throws that around. And it's like, you know, it's about her being able to like, enjoy life and enjoy, yeah. you know, her romance and everything. And so it was really great. So. Well, I think, <laughs> I think because it was on stars, uh, we weren't able to see it, but now that they're yeah. starting to show the first couple of seasons on Netflix, yeah, we'll have, to check, we'll have to check it out. Mm-hmm. all right um so what's yours sizzlers if we're going back and forth is that the only one you had yeah yeah that's oh, okay. a tv show okay. romance that i highly recommend awesome awesome i have a few here um the flight attendant on hbo max um with kaylee kuoko yes, yes. I, think, I think on our last episode um around thanksgiving time it was a friendsgiving mm-hmm. uh, episode so if you are just listening to this one for the first time, please go back and listen to our pop culture shock episodes uh, from season one. Um, you know, to go on a little rabbit trail, but we talked about <laughs> Stephen King, John Hughes, Johnny Depp, um, and Mel Brooks films. And then we also had Friendsgiving around Thanksgiving time. But The Flight Attendant, I remember us talking about that. Yeah. We were excited about it coming mm-hmm. out it came out in december i believe amazing uh it was amazing. very cool mm-hmm. and it's from the one of the creators of the show you which mm-hmm. is on netflix which i love i think you love that as well don't you i you have not actually you? seen that no okay so you is is freaking awesome as well but the flight attendant um she is just hilarious and it's not it's not a comedy it's definitely right. not a comedy yeah um, it's kind of like a murder mystery but she yeah. is so fun to watch um, the way they tell the story too and have the characters come to life without giving away too much like it's yes. very yeah. different and at first I was like what the heck is going on but that's exactly what you want in a great show is that you want to be you know intrigued to figure out why this is you know happening or whatever so yeah oh yeah she's uh, a great show She's got the voices in her head, so to speak, uh, mm-hmm. talking to her. And, and she's she's playing a crazy drunk. Like, this yeah. is a side of her. Like, blackout drunk. Very. Yeah. 
I, you know, I, I, not I used to. <laughs> I've loved her since um, Eight Simple Rules with John Ritter and Katie Seagal, and then uh, Big Bang Theory as well. But this is a right. different side of totally Kaylee different Kuroko. side. Yeah, yeah. But I can't wait for season two. Um, it was just, it was just amazing. Um, <clears throat> something else we just caught on Netflix. Uh, it was a brand new movie that just came out last year. It's called The Vanished. With Thomas Jane, who's mm-hmm. who was from like The Punisher and mm-hmm. uh, Stephen King's The Mist, and then Anne Hesh. Um, so oh. they're hmm. they're like a couple. They're um, they, they go camping in their RV, and then their daughter comes up missing. <clears throat> and okay. the whole show is them trying to find out what happened to their daughter. Uh, it, or not show. It's a movie. Um, so that's one I would definitely check out. Uh, the Vanished on Netflix. It's really good. And then just a couple shows that I'm kind of excited about. Um, we just finished season three of Cobra Kai and I got my 12 year old <laughs> daughter into it. And uh, yeah. abs- <clears throat> look, it's for those people who love Cobra Kai, it's cheesy, it's cornball, but they do a really good job of, of taking you back to the movies. Um, and so we mm-hmm. absolutely love it. And obviously there's a lot of action in it. And then we're getting excited for the return of The Walking Dead comes February 28th. Um, they added six bonus episodes to this season 10. We've waited so long through this pandemic. I think it was like in April. Oh, yeah. It was done. And so they're going to give us six bonus episodes. And then we have to wait again until October, for the final season 11. So that's going to be crazy. Um, and then the other one I'm looking forward to is I'm a huge wrestling fan. I'm a huge fan of The Rock. And he's got a show coming on NBC called The Young Rock. And it's basically going to be um, a sitcom of how he w- grew up in oh, the wrestling really? family. Yeah, he's going to, you'll see him as a little kid and then like a teenager um, going through high school and dealing with his wrestling family. And um, so it's a, it's a funny sitcom. It looks, uh, it looks like it'll be a real cute and a lot of fun and and so that those are my sizzles um what about okay let's go over to the fizzles okay Okay. you want me to do mine first and then you can do yours first okay because i know where you're going and i'll give you i'll give you the time (laughs) for that um okay (laughs) i only have two the first off is you know we have we've had a lot of celebrity deaths in 2020 and then even right now in 2021 so far but I was really hit by um, Say by the Bell's Dustin Diamond, who passed away uh-huh. a few weeks ago. You know, he he announced that he had like, a, I think it was a lung cancer or something. And it was just like only a, a couple weeks after he made that announcement, he passed away. Mm. I grew up on Say by the Bell. I absolutely love Say by the Bell. Um, I'm trying to get my kids into watching it. I, I like the reboot that is out on Peacock. Uh-huh. I was just, I was really hoping that... Uh, Dustin Diamond was the only character that didn't come back for the reboot. And I was just hoping that he would uh, for this next season, but um, that is not to be. Obviously so not going to happen now. Yeah. So that's one of my fizzles. Uh, so that kind of stinks. My other one, I had big hopes. We're going to go back to HBO Max. And I had big okay. hopes for this movie. I mean, you had Academy Award winner Denzel Washington. You had Academy Award winner Jared Leto, and you had Academy Award winner Rami Malek, and it's called The Little Things. Oh, I saw promos for it. Did you yes. watch it? Yes. 
we watched it, and I tell you what, and you can everybody can have your own opinions. Um, <laughs> it's a serial killer type of film, you know, and Denzel's kind of the cop, uh, trying to figure it out and stuff. And uh, you know, it it was good until for me until like the towards the ending, and then it kind of went. It, it seems like it tried to go without spoiling anything. It seems like it tried to go the route of seven. Kevin Spacey and Brad really? Pitt, Morgan Freeman, which I love yeah. seven. Mm-hmm. They just did not pull it off. And so some people might like it. Uh, some people might not like that. I'm trashing it. I'm not trying to trash it. Um, but I just, I'm like, uh, and it's hard for me to say, and I get teased about this a lot from like my, my family and stuff. Oh, Ben, you love everything that you watch. You, you know, there's nothing that you don't, but, uh, but I try to be, positive most of the time but right. this, the little things it just didn't do it for me it, it wouldn't be one that i would watch again <laughs> so those are my two fizzles what about you hollywood where are you taking okay this? yeah my fizzles are not necessarily things that happened this week but in general things that as i was watching romance comedies you know and um this week doing a little research for this show and being reminded of films that I did not like that were rom-coms. So I thought I would just use those as my, uh, my fizzles. And I'm going to name one that everybody, like all of my friends, I remember my friends loving this and I don't, and I still can't even to this day tell you why I don't like this film, but Bridget Jones's diary. I cannot. Oh, stand it. Yeah. I can't stand it. And I don't know because it's like Colin Firth and Hugh Grant. I should like it. But Renee Zellweger, I've never been a, a fan of hers. I just I can't with her. I don't I don't know if it's the squinty eyes. Like I try to look past that and just be like, like, enjoy her movies. But I just can't. I don't like Bridget Jones's diary. So I'm putting it out there in the world that I'm sorry, but I don't, I don't think that it's that good. <laughs> hey, I'm right there with you with Renee Zellweger. I, I only really like her in Chicago because um, I love that musical and then Barry Maguire. And that might have been more Tom yeah. Cruise than, than Renee Zellweger. And I think, and maybe it was also where I was coming from when I saw this movie and felt like, I don't know, she's supposed to be the lovable, like kind of chubby girl. Like she's, she's, she's like funny, but like you you look past like how awkward she is so that you can I don't know I just I could not get into it and I didn't like it so that's a fizzle for me all right and and my second fizzle is um as I was going through like rom-coms and realizing things that I didn't like um I'm gonna say a film that from the outside looking in should have been a really enjoyable film um, because it was Kate Hudson and Anne Hathaway and it was Bride Wars <laughs> yeah. and I wanted to like it but it was from 2009 um, it is I just thought it was a mess and the 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 it was basically two best friends that were fighting over having the better wedding and i just don't connect to that because i don't know uh i went to vegas for my wedding and tried to like (laughs) do a whole different thing so maybe that's why i didn't like it but but just the whole like getting competitive with you know bridezilla type 
storylines. I think they're so like cliched and so over the top making things. It makes women look worse than they really are, I think. And I think like taking some of those storylines and making, and it's similar like that whole, like the 27 dresses, which was also like the bridesmaid who just to get married. And she was always in everybody else's weddings. When the storylines go, go around the obsession with getting married and having this amazing wedding, I just, I'd start, I tune out because I, I can't connect to that because I think, uh, you know, when it comes to actual romance, there's so much more to life and your relationship than just that wedding day and the craziness that is on that one single day of your life. Like I think of romance of all of the other parts of your relationship with somebody. So except for my best friend's wedding. Except for my best, well, but that was, she was, I mean, that's one of your favorites. It was one of my favorites, but that wasn't the, (laughs) you're totally contradicting what you just said. No, she wasn't obsessed with like getting married. Like her whole, she had been like a career girl all along. And then it was like, oh no, other people are getting married. Oh no, I have to like, I have to figure this out because oh no, what am I doing with my life kind of thing versus I've been obsessed with wanting to get married my entire life. You know, that's totally different. So in my mind, it's different. <laughs> Hilarious. All right. Any, there you go. Those are your fizzles. Yep. Your rom-com fizzles right there. Rom-com do, fizzles. The want, want, wants. Do not <laughs> watch those. <laughs> Um, all right, so that was our um, Valentine's Day episode of our favorite rom-coms, and I'm sure we probably missed some. Obviously, there's so many to keep track of. Uh, we apologize if we missed your favorite one. Um, but uh, we encourage you to find us on our on Facebook, Pop Culture Shock uh, page, and then you can even um, message us and tell us uh, maybe ones that you guys love, uh, your favorite rom-coms. Um, you don't have to just limit it to Valentine's Day to watch romantic uh, movies, uh, you know, especially in the world that we're in right now. I encourage everybody to to grab your the love of your life and sit down and watch a few of these uh, rom-coms. But uh, so that was our list. That was our pop five and our sizzles and fizzles. Um, I do want to encourage you also to go on our Facebook page, um, Pop Culture Shock. Uh, Facebook page. We're having a movie love song tournament. There's going to be 64 songs from the 60s to today. Um, So you guys can help us vote on Facebook. You can, we can uh, all vote and we can see what is the greatest movie love song. Um, It's basically kind of because of Valentine's Day, but it's also because of March Madness coming up. So it, this will go probably uh, into March as well. Uh, but help us vote. Like I said, 64 songs. They're all in brackets, a big tournament. They're all um, songs from the movies. So uh, love songs from the movies. So you can help us pick the greatest movie love song. All right. So I think that is it for us tonight. Uh, as always, you can find me at Ben Gavitt on Twitter. Uh, be sure to check out our Pop Culture Shock Facebook page. Uh, also check out us on patreon.com uh, forward slash 
pop culture shock. Uh, Hollywood, what about you? And you can find me on Instagram at Hollywood801. All right. So awesome. Thank you for joining us. Season two, episode one. Uh, We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Um, So thanks for joining us. It's a great night to watch a movie.